Okay, people, I hope we're ready for our hike down beautiful Mount Perdido. <laughs> Mount. <laughs> now, class, even though there's an abundance of breathtaking rock formations and fascinating plant life, I have to warn you that this hike will be quite a workout, okay? I've got a rock formation in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> To you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Boy, are my arms tired. And why is that? Lifting pinball machines again. We'll be talking about that. This is episode 98, The Avengers. They saved the Earth. Introductions Doesn't it happen in every order. one of these movies? No. No. Okay. No. Introductions are in order. They already introduced all the characters, right? Uh, yes, except for, uh, of course, uh, the bad guys. You know, the 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 well, I forget the alien race that they brought into that you know show. So yes, and we see the full power of the Tesseract. The Tesseract, whatever that is. Is this is this the best of all the Marvel movies, or is that like another one now? This another. Oh, so there's one that's better than this one. Oh, yeah. I remember when this one came out, this was like the ultimate. This was the greatest it's really thing good. ever. And it's et cetera, really good. Et it's good. All right. It's really good. Maybe one day I'll see it. Maybe one day you'll actually get up the courage and, you know. The courage. I need courage to watch Marvel movies. Yes, you do. All right. So this is episode 98. Yes. Been at any pinball shows lately? No, I haven't been. But I have. Yeah, thanks. I'm sorry. Thanks for making me feel inept. Yep. Fantastic New England was this past weekend. Good show. Good show. The show that's a buck forty from my house. It's awesome. It's so awesome. Okay, now on to the next thing. No, I have a whole <laughs> thing here. Come on. And, and you promised not to fall asleep during it. You said you were going to fall asleep. I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, fantastic. New England, it is actually four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But really, it's kind of, I think Thursday is just that the free play room is open at yes, the end of the and day. Sunday, and Sunday is the free and play Sunday, room. And Sunday, what's left of the free play room is open until whatever time. I will say, the free play room this year, they definitely they didn't have quite as many games as they did last what? year. Yeah, what? And I don't know if it's because maybe they were pulling them for the, the extra ball room. Oh my. We'll get into that. But I'd say, I mean, there were, last year, there really weren't any empty spaces in the rows. This year, there were lots of empty spaces. But there's still a lot of games there. But I just thought I'd bring that up. The vendor hall was definitely busier. Mm, that's just good. Something I'm sure you would like. Yes. There was yes. New Stern games aplenty, including Iron Premium, which I finally got to play. Ooh, and? Uh, I got like. I played a game where I had 490 million and I got slaughtered. Isn't that rude? Yeah, it is pretty rude. Of course, my opponent was Josh Henderson, who got like 800 million. So when are you buying it? I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the artwork is killer. It shoots great. I just, I feel like I'm in multi-ball too often. If that makes any sense. I've, I've kind of... Hi, Zach. Okay, Zach. Oh, How I think it's more that I'm... As I, as I buy... As I get more and more of the classic Sterns and some of these older games, I'm just more and more used to the single ball play. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm in multi-ball constantly, it just feels like I can't really... I'm not on as, as much edge, like of draining. Yeah. I mean, it's like the games were long. Like the games I played, they were long games. Now, I'm sure you, you can like pull rubbers out and, you know, make it harder. Did I just say pull rubbers? That, that sounded weird. But oh. you can make it harder, but I don't know. The times I've, I've played it, I just have really long ball times. Well, I thought I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I love everything about it. I just don't want to be in a situation where I don't play it that often because the games take so long. I notice people saying, that's the lamest reason I've ever heard. But I like shorter games. I don't want to be sitting there playing for a long time. I mean, even though in that game, I think you can get to the wizard mode probably in a shorter amount of time than a lot of games. 
But again, I come back to the, there was so much multiball. You had the, we got the trooper multiball, the mummy multiball. You have the, what, aces high multiball. Aces high, yeah. There's, is there another mode that's also multiball? No, not mo. Well, two minutes to midnight. Yeah, that I, I never seen that before. I guess that's a premium only, like a premium LE only thing. No. Well, there there was some kind of multi ball I'd never seen before. Some kind of mode I've never seen before, and I was well. Told that's it was what he like, said. He said there's one extra in the LE and premium, but yeah. there is two minutes to midnight is also on the pro. Uh, oh yeah, that's the fun. Yeah, it's can I play with madness? I think is the extra uh. one, and I had no, I never seen it before. So Josh Henderson got to it, and it's like, yeah, Cyborg Eddie ready, and, and he started, I thought it was Cyborg Eddie for a second, but like, wait a minute, this looks different. But, um, yeah, just a lot of multiball. Okay, so I guess the Spider-Man is good to stay for a while. Yeah, then, huh? yeah, yeah, that'll be the long player. He's hanging on. He's hanging on. I even moved some stuff, so I wouldn't have to move him. What? We'll, 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 uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, some some moving in the game room. Let's see, they had, well, we'll just go with the vendor room. They had, most of your new games, they had the premium of um, Iron Maiden. They had a, there was a Pirates there, which, again, it was one of the proto early Pirates with the triple spinning disc, with the upper play field that only goes from center to left. Mm-hmm. Deal. So it just, I want to play one where the upper play field actually moves all the way. I want to play one where the spinning disc is what it's going to be in production. I played like one game of that. Then we had uh, dialed in. Now the, the dialed in that was there was like an earlier dialed in. It had no protectors on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so awesome! Wow, it was like playing a different game. I yeah. mean, the SIM card hole—it's like literally a ball would just fall in there over and over again. I had five SIM cards. I've wow. never gotten more than like three on my game. So I guess you're trying, you're going to take your protectors out. Oh man, it's just. It was a totally different game. It was, I got through, unfortunately, I played it right as the vendor hall was closing. So my ball three, the vendor hall, hall, the vendor hall, the vendor hall is closing. And I had like three million. I probably only had one or two modes left to get to whatever the wizard mode is. Mm-hmm. And I had to, that, that sucked. Timing was poor there starting the game, but that's the way it goes. But yeah, that was a whole different ball game right there. Let's see, what else was there? I mean, they had Guardians of the Galaxy. They had the premium there, uh, or it was an LE. No, it was an LE. That's right, because it had the um, WWE LE armor on it that they've repurposed. Yes. It did not look good. It does not match. It does not match. You have all this blue, and then you have, like, just this gold. It just it didn't, it didn't, it doesn't work. And, and, the, and the hands thing, no. If that's, like, one of the main features of the premium, it just, No. They just obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked cool, but when you're actually playing it, eh, it doesn't really do anything. Fail, fail, fail. I played Avatar again, because why not? There's an Avatar there. <sighs> yeah, someone took a picture of me. It's like, Ron, I can't get enough Avatar. <laughs> and I picked up some parts. What did you grab that I should have grabbed first? No, I, I grabbed a couple of uh, Stern Spinners. You know, with a nice little S and the, and the star pattern in the back. That's good. Yeah. So I got some spare spinners now. The funny thing is, in the spinner bin, it also had the cock spinner. The same one that's oh. on my Dragon Fist, but it didn't say what game it was from. So I still Fuck. don't know what game that thing is from. Show us your cock. I mean... <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh, my. So let's see. Well, Pintastic, I would say they're going to a like a stern a stern model of pro premium and LE. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is the pro is basically you walk in and you just pay the 25 bucks or whatever it is a day and you get your wristband. It gives you I access. Yeah. It gives you access to the free play room, the uh, vendor hall and the seminars. Okay. Then we got the premium. The premium is you get like a lanyard. I think it's for four days. You get a lanyard with your name on it. You get the vendor hall, you get the free play room, you get the seminars, and you get access, I believe after 10 p.m., to the Extra Ball Lounge, which was this area. It used to be, it's where they had the auction, if you remember, yes. the year you were there. Now they were using that for the Extra Ball Room, where they had like, 
I don't know, like 20 or so, like like higher end games. Doesn't it make your pants tighter? Uh, well, I talked to our, our own Eric Russell, Eric Russell CNY, and he had one of these uh, passes, these mm-hmm. lanyards, and uh, he said when he went in there, it was like, there was like 60 guys in there trying to play like 20 games. Excellent. <laughs> but that that's probably because it was the people who just got the premium. Now, if you paid for the LE experience, not only do you get the free playroom and the vendor hall, but I believe both of them, you get to go in an hour early. Ooh. And you get the seminars and you get access, 24-hour access to the Extra Ball Lounge. Oh. Mm. Extra balls. It's Saturday at night. I think there was some kind of dinner. Or it might have been Friday night. I think it's Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. So it's kind of, I think it's like the Stern model. You pay more, you get more. That's simple. But some, maybe it's not always better, though. Eh, I guess I guess I would have to pay more and find out if it's better. Mm. I had a fun time, so I can't complain. The hotel is this Disturbridge Hotel. It's fine. So me and my father, we got there on Friday. We were there all day Friday and all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. They had the tournament, the uh, what, Silver Ball Rumble. I think it's still called. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Silver Ball Rumble, which uses the, this is the fourth edition, and it uses the old Papa qualifying format, entry-based. Yes, most it does. pain in the ass, hardest to qualify format, where you have to be consistent over five games. It's like five games per entry. I think it was like $10 an entry. Nice. So... I played Friday. I played my first entry, which totally sucked. Pretty much nothing except for Pinbot. I got like four million on Pinbot, mm. which was the GC at that moment. Nice, nice. So my second entry, I played first. I played Pinball. You know, we were putting that game over Pinball by Stern. Mm-hmm. And had a good score. I had three twenty six k, which was a decent score. So then I played. Uh, nine ball, not nine ball. I played Dolly Parton next, which I think I didn't get above five figures the first time I played it. Mm, so I figured I would sing uh, Islands in the Stream to myself while playing it and try it out. Why would you do that? Because she's, it's Islands in the Stream, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. So I sung the song to myself and got a 303K, which was the 10th highest score. So, okay, we're looking good. Good start. Then I played nine ball. And I got a 567K. Not great, but not horrible. Then I played Old Chicago and got 113K. So I'm, I'm looking good. I'm looking, like, really good at this point. Then we get to Pinbot, which I save for last because I figure I have 4 million, right? Wibbly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the problem. I kind of wanted to play it Friday. Like, you, you could wait till the next day to play it. Yeah. But I ended up playing, they also had a TNA there, and they were doing like a reactor challenge, like how many reactors can you get, and you could play co-op. So I, I did like a, I did a co-op with uh, Andy Cushman and Eric Russell, two of our former guests, the three of us trying to destroy as many reactors as possible. And that took enough time where by the time we finished, the qualifying was done for Friday. Okay. So I had to wait a whole day. You did, you did the Jason Plord. Jason Plord. What does that mean? He loves to, like, wait one day and then come back to the next day's ticket, and then he crashes and burns. Yeah, well, I didn't want to do that. That's the thing. Okay, Saturday I went down. I practiced on some other games in, like, the free play area. It's like, okay, let's get this over with. And I proceed to just totally bomb out. I got, like, 300K. And the only reason I got that was because I hit skill shot on the third ball. And got the 300K. <laughs> Yay. That's how bad the score was. And after that, I looked and I was like 22nd. And this is with like, I don't know, four hours left in qualifying Saturday. So it's like, I'm, I'm out. There's no way that's holding. That's going to bleed out. And I was pissed. Like, really pissed. Like, I went back to my room pissed. Oh boy. Which usually I don't get that pissed. But came back down 
and just started playing. I surprised that it was still there, so I, I took the strategy. I started playing all the other games, mm-hmm. just trying to get the highest score possible, and just you know using those entries. I don't know how, but somehow I I went from twenty second to twenty first, and I kept toggling between twenty one, twenty two, twenty one, twenty two, and by the end I was twenty third, and I got in. So that's as Eric Russell said. Me and him are probably we're not the only ones, but we're two of the few that have qualified all four years. Hmm. And now that I'm actually looking at my uh, entry pinbot, I actually took a zero. So literally, I got in on four games. Just realize that right now. The funniest wow. story was just out of the running was. Greg Pavarelli, our own Greg Pavarelli, and Joe Lemire, a former guest. So they both had um, 233 points yep. and were out. Here's the funny thing. Stephen Keeler of the world-famous Rock Fantasy, just for the hell of it, and he usually does this. He's not serious about the tournament. He'll put, like, one entry in just for the hell of it. And he played, like, the five games, and he picked all the older games. And none of them were great, but they were all decent. So he actually got in as his 22nd out of the out of 24. And he had no intentions on playing in the playoffs whatsoever. Yikes. So he he was over in a booth. They were like trying to trying to fix his uh wizard. So he's like he's like I'm not playing. So Greg Pavarelli was there. Joe figured he didn't make it, so he went out to eat. So since Greg was the one that was there, he got in. That's funny. Yeah. Now also, other past guests made it in. Yes, that is true. We had uh, Levy, who was on the Cluster Vok. He made it in. Yes, he did. Steve Bowden, he made it in. Yes, he did. I'm just looking here. Uh, well, Eric Russell. Eric Russell. Oh, and Jason. Jason Plord just made it in. Yep, and yourself. And myself. And Zach. Yes. Zach made it in. Zach, Zach arrived Saturday. And uh, Steph also arrived Saturday. No, no comments? Nope. You're not going to say, like, she made a show. She's not going there. I remember this. I remember this stuff. I remember this? Okay, okay. Well, I told her, you know, what you said, because she hasn't got to that podcast yet. Ah. And she said, no, I want to make sure I get this right. Yeah, I know what you said. Well, well, number one, Zach isn't that far away. Okay? That's the first thing. She couldn't resist the power of spirit. She wanted to play a spirit. Mm-hmm. You're still not buying it? Nope, not and Contrary to popular belief where you keep saying how close she is to Rochester, she's an hour, like, south of Middletown. Yeah, so, that's nice. To get to your place, like, five and a half hours. It's like me driving to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And she's got the apartment, and money is tight, and all that stuff. Still not enough? Nope. Wow. Fail. Man, I, I tried, Steph. Fail, fail, fail. Well, she sends her regrets and a request for funnel cake fries, please. Nope, nope, fail. Nope. <sighs> we have new desserts. She's going to miss out on all the new desserts. Oh, what's she going to miss out on? What's the new dessert? Well, we have the monkey bread. The monkey bread, okay. Which is cinnamon bread glazed with cinnamon drizzle. Okay. Like a frosting, like, mm-hmm. but, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we also have apple pie logs. All right. Apple pie logs, we drizzle them with uh, caramel. And we serve it with a side of vanilla frosting. Delicious. Yes. Oh, my. See? So, Ronnie gets into the final. And my first opponent was Maya. So, she she, she qualified like 11th. She, uh, she, first game she picked was nine ball. It's like, cool. And I had a particularly good, I think it was first or second ball. Second ball. That was killing it pretty good. And then nine ball be- did its thing that nine ball crapped does. out. Not well. I locked a ball and guess what it did? It kicked it right back out. No. Try again. It ended the ball. No. Now th- think new stern. It's something a new stern would probably do too. Oh, popped out two balls. Yeah, popped out two balls. That's so, rare. That's rare. Eh, it's nine ball. It's nine ball. So they took one of the balls out. I played on. I drained. Then they put the other ball back in because they weren't sure if they drained one ball, whether it would end it. Mm-hmm. So they literally just stood there in case it, you know, I locked another ball that they would put in, et cetera. So now it, once my, my second ball drained, it counted up the bonus as normal. 
So I won that. The second game we played, I think, was Old Chicago. Pretty sure it was. I won that, so I'm up 2 two nothing. Then we went to um, Pinball, which I uh, I lost. So it was 2-1. So then we went to Pinbot, which this time I had a decent game on Pinbot. So I end up winning that. So I get past round one. Yay! Yay! And I get to face Bob Matthews. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, eh, I'm just, you know, and here he got me, though, with this one. You figure it's 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 Bob Matthews. He's going to pick all old games, which is what I want, right? Because mm-hmm. they had – and actually, what I should do as a background, say what the hell was even there. The games that were there for the tournament, which is probably what I should have said first, was baseball, which is some old EM. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible one. Yeah, Bobby Orr's power play with a power ball in it. Mm-hmm. Which is almost unplayable. Dolly Parton, Elvis, Judge Dredd. Nine Ball, Old Chicago, Pinbot, Pinball, The Incredible Hulk, of course, Transporter the Rescue, and X-Men. So I'm figuring he's going to pick. He's a higher seat, so I'm figuring he's going to pick one of the old games, and I'm, I'm ready. You know what he picked? Transporter. No. Think about it. He was at Pinmania, and he saw my finals performance. I'm avatared. So, you know, well, yeah, but what did I play before that? Because Avatar obviously isn't one oh, of the games. Oh, Flash. No. Think. What did I get slaughtered on by Joe Lemire? Oh, 8 Ball Deluxe. No. No, that was. I, oh, X Men. Yes. X Men. So, guess he picks X Men. I'm like, oh, shit. He was obviously paying attention at Pinmania. And I know about as much about the game now as I did then. Other than I knew to at least assemble more more X Men before going into multi ball, which I did do. <sighs> yes, Wolverine. And unfortunately, he did the same thing that Joe Lemire did to me, which was have a huge ball one. Just immediately put me in a massive hole. Mm-hmm. And at least I did a little better, but I still lost. So then we played. Uh, I said pinball because that treated me pretty good. It didn't this time. It didn't treat me well at all. <laughs> so I'm down 2-0. So I wanted to play Pinbot, but that was in use. I wanted to play Old Chicago, but that was in use. So it's like, well, I had one of the higher games on Dolly Parton, so let's do Dolly Parton. Nope. Not happening. Lost Fail. 3-0. Got my ass whooped. Very annoying. Because Fail. you got to get past the first two rounds before you get paid. So you were just out of the money again. I was not cashing. Yep. Just out of the money. Don't you love it? Oh, I love it. It's great. I have to hear about it all the time from you, not, make, not making money. Great. So, Zach, he ended up playing, he got through his first round. In the second round, he ended up playing Eric Stone, which is who I played in the second round last year. Or no, I played him in the third round, I think, last year. He took him to the full, it's, it's three out of five games. I probably should have said that, too. Making a lot of assumptions here. It's three out of five games. They played first Pinbot, because Eric picked that every round. Uh, Zach had 800K. Eric Stone had 8 million. Yikes. Yeah, he had, it was like, if you remember Dirty Harry from last year, where he had all the high scores, where I got mm-hmm. like 700 million and got slaughtered. This was similar. Like every time he played that game, it was a huge score. So Zach took him to Incredible Hulk, and he won that. So then Eric took him to Judge Dredd, where live on stream, because this was streamed, we got to see a bug, a confirmed, and it's now confirmed bug, that if you get to the ultimate challenge, which is like the wizard mode, if you yeah. get to it via multiball, and then via, I guess, what, modes? Mm-hmm. And I think in that order, on the same ball, ultimate challenge stays lit indefinitely. Nice. You can can just keep playing it. And this happened, and people on the stream, like uh, our own Tim Balls was on the stream, like, what's happening? Why is this continuously lit? Is this a bug? Who did it happen to? Uh, No, Eric. Eric Stone. He he kept kept playing, and he actually ended up tilting out, tilted a ton of bonus doing that. But he tilted out. You know, Zach brought it up. Like, uh, so Zach had like 17 million on ball three, on, on. when going into ball three, he ended up with 300 million. 
Mm. He tried his best to, to get him, but he couldn't catch him. And then what they did is they took the glass off and they went through the whole thing, like yeah. the same order, and they were able to prove, like, yes, this is a legitimate bug. Like, this is an actual bug. So after all that, Zach still, he's, he's, not, he's not out of it yet. He's down 2-1. He takes him to Old Chicago, which Zach wins 87000 to $85,000. Wow. And as he stated, he won because he hit all five skill shots, which on Old Chicago, there's a lit lane. You want to get because it's I think it's like five thousand, and if it's yep. not lit, it's three hundred. So he literally won on skill shots. Then uh, Eric took him to Transporter the Rescue. I think he had like six. He got like six million. And Zach was in a position where he had he had the jackpot maxed at like four million. And I think he just couldn't start multi ball, or he had multi ball. It's tough because I wasn't watching the stream. I'm watching it like live, and I can't really see everything. Mm-hmm. So he had a shot, but he ended up he, he drained out. Eric went on. He went on to, on to the finals to face Jerry Bernard, the Orange County's own Jerry Bernard, and uh, Eric Stone won again. So he repeated. He mm-hmm. won last year. So congratulations, the Silver Ball Rumble champion. They also had a golf tournament, or like casual like golf thing, that they were running. I think might have been Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But I, I played the one Saturday. I can't remember how many games were on it. Might have been nine, might have been nine, nine games. Mm-hmm. I got like a twenty-five. I only had one four, and that was on Ghostbusters, of course. Uh, I thought that was a decent score, but uh, I guess like eighteen won it. It's like damn. Wow. So that was that experience. Other notes I have here. I only went to one seminar, and it was the uh, George Gomez seminar, which was pretty much. It was similar to one of the previous ones I'd gone to with him, where he kind of goes over his career, shows a bunch of stuff throughout his career, and then does a, some stuff on Stern at the end. No, no major news coming out of it, as far as I saw. Yeah. Oh, TNA. I said before we tried, we tried a, a three-person crew. We tried, we tried it again with a four-person crew, with me, Eric, Russell, Andy Cushman again, and Zach. And we got to, I think we got to six reactors. We could not get the seventh reactor. Uh, Steve Bowden got six reactors by himself. So he won. Wow. Of course. Of course. Nice. And that was fantastic, pretty much. I I heard there was a flea market, but it didn't sound like it was that big. Uh, Probably no bigger than when you were there, if you remember. That stinks. Yeah, that stinks. Did you see that guy that runs, uh, that's the spokesman for the TTI? Yes, I did. He just said hi, Ron. And then I literally did not see him again the rest of the show. He didn't play in the tournament. He, like, disappeared. Maybe he was trying to uh, recruit more uh, podcasts. Uh, Maybe. Maybe he saw I was there and was afraid. Maybe. He sure as hell didn't play in the tournament, probably because he saw me there. Fear. That's all. Fear. Fear. Of the Ron. Fear of the Ron. And that was fantastic, pretty much. A fun time was had by all. Sorry, Bruce. Yeah, I worked all weekend. So why don't you tell us all about it? Was it exciting? Yeah, AFM's driver board blew up. Oh. So the new one just came in today, so I'm going to pop that in tomorrow. And then hopefully it didn't take out the CPU or anything else. I turn on the machines, and I look up about an hour later. I'm like, why isn't AFM's display on? And I look, and there's a fuse blown on the F5, F105 fuse. So I pull the fuse out, test it, it's bad, put a new one in, blows right away. Okay, put the circuit breaker in, trips the circuit breaker right away. I'm like, okay, not good. So I start testing stuff, and I found I had two shorted power diodes. Luckily I had them, which blew my mind away. Put them in, they tested good. And my 5 volts went from 1.35 to 4.1. So what I think also happened, it took out the regulator or the, the uh, one of the chips on the board. At that point, I was like, screw this. I'm just going to get a board, and then I'll send this one out and get it repaired. So let's see what happens when I get this put back in and power it all back up and see if I actually have a CPU that boots and hopefully an AV driver board that boots. That would suck if it took out more cascading down the hill. 
because that'll be a very costly repair. Other than that, that's it. Lots of work at that. A lot of hours. A lot of hours. Getting prepared for stomp. Stomp. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's first go into a piece of news. The news of the week brought to you by This Week in Pinball. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. And the first news item, Steve Bowden joins the Deep Root team. Oh, my. Oh, my. So I talked to Steve, and I said, so are you about to be rooted? And he said, he's already been rooted. He's already been rooted. So he's going to be moving to Texas. And he is official title. He's going to be a rule set designer and deep root ambassador. That's pretty wild. And since I think most people consider him like the ambassador for pinball anyway, yes, it's pretty I do. neat to see him with the actual title of ambassador. If this is a counselorship, where was the ambassador? He's at deep root. <laughs> <laughs> there, did you get that? See a Star Wars reference. So yes, I did. I guess he, he told me, like, he's, he's already signed the, signed the non-disclosure, but he doesn't know anything yet. So he hasn't been fully indoctrinated into the, the root land. Mm. But congratulations. You know, I, I, feel, I feel good for him. At the same point, I'm, I'm kind of bummed because I'm going to miss him. He's yes, a so big I. part of the Northeast yeah, pinball scene for a long, long time. I totally agree. Yeah. Hey, he said he's, it was time to take some chances. He's going to take some chances. He's, he's taking... He's going for it, man. Just going out to Texas. Which I would assume they have a, being at the Texas Pinball Festival, I assume they probably have a pretty damn good pinball scene there. Oh, yeah. Yes, they do. Hey, Colin, Colin, have fun with uh, Steve with that one. Yeah, have fun. But he, as part of the ambassador label, he will still be going to a lot of shows. So you will still see lots of Steve Bowden on the pinball circuit. So congratulations. Make some cool yes. rules. Can't wait to see what you come up with. And did you know Deep Root plans to offer help to the pre-order victims? I like the way it says victims of highway pinball and Dutch pinball. Yeah, Victims. All right. Yeah. Basically, it, it looks like they try to get some assets from them or like, you know, we'll build the Big Lebowski's or we'll build this and the companies weren't interested. But I, I, don't, I don't know what the, the help is. It kind of sounded like They'll give them discounts on Deep Root games, mm-hmm. which that makes sense, I guess. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a little goodwill. So also, in the news, we have Classic Playfield Reproductions announces new business model that revolutionizes reproduction products. The short of it is they have a new digital production suite, yeah. which will make it so they can do really small runs. Like you want one playfield, they can do one playfield. So what do you think of this, Bruce? The hard part is going to be having all the inserts available for the play fields. The back glasses, that's not going to be a problem. Plastic's not going to be a problem. It's going to be the play fields that are going to be as harder in some ways. Because guess what? If you're missing one insert, you're stuck. You can't make that play field. You have a CNC machine. You can print all you can. The inserts are what are going to hold people back or hold them back. For making short runs. But other than that, it's going to be a great idea. It's a great idea because they're going to re-release all 130 plastic sets, including Galaxy. So maybe we'll get them. Let's make some Cheetah. Cheetah. Let's make some noise. Cheetah. Cheetah. Make Cheetah plastic sets. Because they are, uh, I know several of my plastics are broken, especially like the clear plastics. Yep. Because they, they made them so like the ball just pounds them and breaks them, which is so stupid. We want Cheetah inlanes, especially. Also, we have Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle shipping. Yep. Are shipping there first? They can't say where. So where, where's it going? Any ideas? Not at all. No? You have no inside info? Nope. What good are you, man? Come on. You used to give me inside info. I used to. I suck now. He's too busy with the bar to get inside info anymore. Nope. Circus, this one, I'm, I'm still confused. Circus Maximus officially announces agreement with Planetary Pinball to produce Kingpin. So I would assume that means that Planetary Pinball is going to build Kingpin for them. Yep, that's what I think too. Yeah. Then it says, they made an announcement that says Circus Maximus has entered into agreement with Planetary Pinball to acquire the Kingpin trademark. And we have also partnered with Planetary Pinball to make Williams Bally licensed lapel pins available in the near future. 
What does that mean? What does that have to do with making the game? I'm confused. Well, I think they maybe they did a marketing thing where you get the you know they buy the you know buy the rights so they get something in return. Who knows? But but so you you actually got one of the trans lights, right? That puts you first in line. Number sixty six. Number sixty six. So Bruce may be a future kingpin owner. I would love to be. Now, would you put that in a bar? I don't know about that. Ah! But I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Let's first make sure they make it, right? That is right. Let's see. We have New Hobbit Code this Friday coming up. Mm-hmm. This was interesting. Penn Stadium. They are partnering with uh, Papa. Yep. Basically, Penn Stadium is going to be a sponsor for Papa TV, and all 12 machines in the Papa Finals will have Penn Stadium lights installed. What do you think about that? Do they sell them for older games? Yeah, they're just they're just like strips. They're just LED strips that go down the side. Ah, uh, no, no big Lebowski. Dutch, you suck. You just blow chunks. Yeah, you just blow chunks. You really you guys suck. Yep. These people do not suck. Head to head pinball interviews Joe, Cam and Cal. No, no, they suck. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in their latest episode, which just came out today when we're recording. Yep. Which is uh Monday. And we were on it. Wait a minute, we were on what? Yeah, their 50th episode. Oh, we are? We are. Okay, I haven't listened to it yet, so... Ah, see? Mm, I'll have to listen to that. A Magic Girl is for sale. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Skip. (laughs) Boat anchor, skip. Boat anchor, skip. Just eject and be done. Yeah. There was an interesting story how the... I guess the guy who's done Mario, like that Mario from, you know, Donkey Kong, from Nintendo, Mm -hmm. the guy who's done his voice, like, for years... He is the voice that's in the the uh, Gottlieb. What is it? Super Mario World or what, yes. what was the name? Yes, yes. Yeah, but he was uh, never got any. Money. He never got credit or money or anything. They just they just ripped it off and used it without permission. Good job, Gottlieb. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. So it's funny how all these early '90 people or you know '90s contributors to pinball machines are all now complaining they didn't get money or kickbacks or pinball machines. Guess what? If you didn't ask for it in the first six months, go pound salt. Okay. Yeah, I'm being honest. Bruce's um, rant. Is this a Bruce rant? It is a Bruce rant. You know, oh, I didn't get my money. Well, did you ask for it? No. And then say it 25 years later, it's just sour milk. Sour milk. All right. Do you know there's new code for Guardians of the Galaxy? 1.02? And there's new code for Star Wars. Star what? Star Wars. Star what? Star Wars. You know, the greatest game ever, according to Zach. Yeah, okay, crackhead. And Zach picked... Oh, he picked up a game at uh, Pintastic. Did I mention that? Yes, and we watched it tonight, oh, both of us. No, his... no, 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 no. That was He didn't pick that up at Pintastic. That was picked up somewhere else. Oh, what did he pick up at Pintastic? A Spanish Eyes. And if you're saying, wait a minute, he already owns one. That's true. Spanish Eyes, Spanish Eyes. Yeah, he bought a Spanish eyes. He already owns one. Spanish eyes. But uh, yes, he also picked up a Pharaoh. So he has three of the four Williams bi-level games now. And he's he's purchased them all in order, I think, inadvertently. That's funny. Because I was thinking of that, because he had Black Knight first, then he got the Jungle Lord, now he's got the Pharaoh. I'm there like... Where's the solar fire out? That's the best one he needs. So he, he said, uh, give, he said give, give him a shout out. So... If anyone has a solar fire, talk to Bruce. Talk to Bruce, and we'll and we'll hook him up. We'll hook maybe. him up, maybe. Yeah, unless Bruce really likes it, because that's Bruce's favorite. It is my favorite out of the four. It's one of the few William Sevens I'd buy. Really, one of the few you'd buy. So you wouldn't buy a Black Knight. No, no. Or, or a Barracora. Maybe a Barracora. Oh, maybe okay. a gun. Uh, oh, you but like- those are the three. With Cosmic Gunfight, right? That's what. Yeah, Cosmic Gunfighter, right. Barracora, and uh, Solar Fire Beat is only three. All right. Now, oh, here's a question. Does Barracora have a bell? I thought it did. Does Cosmic Gunfight have a bell? I think it does. I think it does. I think that was the stage where they were like. We got to get rid of these excess bells. Well, we have yeah, stock. and they were chinching out like no speech and, and like the simpler games, but we'll make up for it. We, we got a little more money left, so we'll stick a bell in instead of the knocker. So that was news. 
So let's get into the uh, the mail ball bag because we have we have we only have two pieces of mail. Our first letter is from Chris Warren. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris from Alabama, I believe, one of our longtime listeners, and he, it looks like he wants some more opinions here. Oh, I boy. recently bought my first real project pen, a 1981 Stern Lightning. It is my first classic Stern, and it needs a ton of work. Inserts are cupped and or raised. Some of the drop targets are missing. All of the flippers are shot, and in some cases, jury-rigged. On the plus side, all the boards are present. I've ordered an Alltech MPU since there is considerable acid damage on it. All of my rectifier board and um, solenoid driver board voltages are good, but the game still fails to boot. Anyway, it's a project that I think may warrant 60 to 80 hours of work. I have never played a Lightning and watched some videos online. I was surprised this game has a ton of speech. Yes, it does. I know it's not in the realm of stars. Well, what is? Nothing is. Nothing is. But I would love to hear both your opinions on this game and any tips to restoring it to its former glory. Thanks, Chris Warren, from the Magic City Pinball League. Their website is mcpl.league.papa.org. Check them out. The Magic City Pinball League. So, Bruce... I'll let you go first. What do you think of Lightning? It's, I think it's actually probably their best dual-level playfield uh, game. Do you agree? Uh, well, how many did they have? Let's get that out of the way. They had Lightning. They Iron had Maiden. Iron Maiden. They had Split, Split second. second. That's it, isn't it? I think that's it. That's yes, it. I think it's uh, Wow. Out of those, yes, it probably would be the best. Yes. The funny thing is the other the other two are wide bodies. This one's a standard body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a good game. I like it. The sounds are really good on it. I would get one if I had the chance. But uh he doesn't know the meaning of projects. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. You said your opinion. Now say mine. Yes. I hate lightning. <laughs> it is a turd. It's one of the few MPU two hundred games I would never even consider buying. But out of the three split levels, that's the best one. Yeah, but they all suck. So it's just—it's like saying the shit I took yesterday is better than the shit I took today or something. They're still all shit. Hey, congratulations. On what? Your shit was better than <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I mean, my issues with it are just you have an upper play field that the ball stays up there for maybe three seconds. Yes. It is like the hardest, out of all the upper playfield games I've ever played, it is the most impossible to keep the damn thing up there for more than a second or two. And the whole game is like you lock the two balls up there, which half the time they just fall in. Then you have to hit like nine stand-ups or something around the entire playfield. Most of them in the upper playfield, you know, where you can't keep it up there for more than two seconds to start multi-ball. When you start it, you get a really cool like speech thing, and you get like these um, the lights on the horseshoe on the bottom play field that go off, and that that looks cool. But it's just so frustrating trying to to get the multi ball started. The spinner on the right, when you hit it, it makes one of the worst spinner sounds I've ever heard. It sounds like a a bird dying or something. Yeah. It's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I played a really nice lightning. And it was probably the same one at Expo two years in a row. And I really, really tried to like that game. And you failed. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. It just doesn't do it for me at all. I mean, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't part it out or anything. But, you know. No, no, no. If there was a lightning play field that was blown out, I would definitely take it for parts. No. And it's got the most bizarre backlash where it's got, like, nipple on it, but it doesn't. It, it's oh, just so, oh, oh. It's so weird. It's... It just doesn't do it for me. Now, how about tips on restoring it to its former glory? Take your time. Lots of pictures. Inserts I've never done. And I would say, hey, find a blown-out other Stern game of the same era. Try to, so you can get parts Mm -hmm. for a lot of the stuff, because you're not going to be able to get it, unfortunately. What you can get with the Sterns, you can get the flipper stuff. Uh, You can't get the right flipper bats, but you can get the plate... And all the other flipper parts. I don't know. Any other? I mean, it's a stern, so the cabinet's going to be cheaper. Everything's going to be cheaper. Lighter. Lighter. That's, I guess, a positive. That's why they play so good, because all the mechs are light, too, because they're all cheap. 
Remember, the Stern, the Stern's like that sports car that's made entirely of plastic. It's fast as hell, but if it hit anything, it would just disintegrate on impact. That's the Stern. Hmm. And that's why we love them. That's all the tips I have. Yeah. So, so thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Good luck with your Good luck project, with your though. lightning. Please do not, uh, do not be upset. I, if you like it, that's all that matters. Shoot the messenger. Yeah, shoot the messenger. Oh, boy. So this is from Sean. And uh, this is written as, Ki- as Gene Simmons. So I, I, I'm assuming I need to do this in the Gene Simmons voice. You will have to do this in the oh, Gene God. Simmons voice, yes. Okay. And the way you've been screwing up tonight, it's going to be a long time before I have to speak again. Well, I do editing, so there are no screw-ups. It'll sound perfect. Okay. This is Gene Simmons from Chris. See, I just fucked up. <laughs> See? <laughs> This is Gene Simmons from KISS. I do not accept Zach's favorite Stern pinball machines. No pinball captures the power and energy like a KISS pinball machine. Isn't that right, Bruce? It's right. Oh, yeah, of course. Zach is entitled to his opinion, but of course, it is wrong. But the real reason I am communicating with you, Bruce and Ron, is to let your fans know that I will be signing autographs at the grand opening of the Aldi Grocery Store in Kirksville, Missouri, on Saturday, July 7th, from noon to 4 p.m. Wow, Gene, doesn't that look, bring yourself down a little bit? How much are you charging for an autograph? A lot. A lot more than you can afford, Bruce. Additionally, wow. we have added another outstanding group to KISS Nation. KISS has entered into a long-term contract with the Girl Scouts of America to sell KISS cookies. These cookies are delicious, with notes of vanilla and almond. Thank you to Kiss Nation, and good night. Wow. And I just want to also say, uh, Vinnie Paul, the drummer of Pantera, will be buried in a Kiss coffin. I think I might have mentioned that last week, but that was confirmed. He will be buried in a Kiss coffin. Yikes. Okay, thank you, Gene. Bye, Gene. What would we do without Gene? I don't know. Gene's a regular on our show now. He is. How do we afford to get him on? Well, because... uh... You know, we, we had to spend some of our marketing, massive marketing money, yes. because uh, head-to-head got Sly Stallone, and we have to keep up with those guys. That's right. They got Stallone on there. I know. But you notice he never he hasn't done his voice yet. He hasn't done the, you know, so I don't think it's Sly if he doesn't do that. All right. See? I mean, we got, we got Gene Simmons. We have, um, like, Beavis. Is on our yep. show. I mean, we have we have a lot of celebrities that do show up from time to time. This is true. We have Stewie. We have Stewie when he shows up. Um, Quagmire. All right. All right. And any other voices I can work on. Right, Bruce? We have Krusty. Uh, that's right. That's one of my favorites. God, I haven't done him in a long time. Krusty, you know what I like about Kiss Pinball? It's not just good. It's good enough. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you. That's one thing that came out of Gomez's seminar. There is going to be a KISS update. Ooh, what the, what's going to happen with that, Krusty? I don't know. He said it's coming later in the summer. Mm. It's going to be great. It hurts to do that voice, though. <laughs> I, I can hear. Yeah. You know, Stewie is much easier. When is the Family Guy update coming out? Uh, never. Oh. Oh, well. That's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh... So that's it for the mail ball bag. So, Bruce, you posted a picture to our Facebook page of two cheetahs. Two cheetahs. Oh, my God. So please, please continue on the cheetah saga for us. Blue cheetah and black cheetah. The black cheetah was the one from Nashville. Not from Nashville. Sorry. From uh, where is it? Arkansas. Arkansas. And... uh, the head is from an auction I picked up that Chuck told me about about eight months ago, nine months ago. Chuck Webster? Yeah. Why was he helping you out? He hates us. He likes me. He just hates you. All right. As you can tell by the game pick that he picked against you. Algar. Oh. All right, continue. So then I picked up the blue one, which is rougher than the black one. So now I have a decision. Do I beef up the blue one? And put all my good parts from the black one into the blue one and make that work. Or I put the parts from the blue one and make the black one work. One is easier. One is more cool because there are a lot less blue cheetahs. I agree. I'm going to let Ron make the call when he comes out here this weekend. 
I just made the call. Blue cheat all the way. I don't have to do the work. No, no, no. I need you to look at it. Well, yeah, but I still don't have to do the work. I'm going to say blue cheat. <laughs> wow. Okay, you dick. <laughs> I mean, unless it's literally like termite infested and falling apart and it just can't be saved. Uh... Uh, wow. It's, so it's worse than you thought it would be. But the the parts are there. That's the reason why I got it. The back box insert, the wiring is all there. I have another knocker. So I got Ooh. an extra knock and an extra transformer out of it. So think about it. All the parts that were there, I flippers, coils, you know, that kind of stuff. It was well worth the $200. So wait a minute. You have an extra pair of stern flipper bats? I have three f- flipper bats, actually. Remember? Oh, so, yeah, that's right. That's right. So the correct ones. And three extra spinners. And three extra plastic pop bumpers. Yes, but you have three correct flipper bats. Yes, I do. Thanks. Thanks for asking. No, I'm saying they could be put into the Quicksilver. They could be. Especially since the one is bent to shit anyway, according to you, the uh, shaft. (laughs) Shaft. But wouldn't it be cool to actually put the correct flipper bats in there so it it could play like 100% perfect Quicksilver? Yeah, when we get to that, we'll get to that. Just give me the bats. I'll put them in. No, no, no. When we get to that, we'll get to that. Oh, come on. I'm going to pick up the Quicksilver with the wrong bats. You can't just give me two bats. You need three. I only need two for Quicksilver. That's true, but yeah. We'll so you still have an, you'll have an extra. It's a win-win. Yeah, it's half your game, too. Wouldn't you want the right flipper bats in there? No, it works fine with it the way they are. Uh, you are impossible. I am. Thank you. How do you deal with me? I don't know how I deal with you. But obviously, some people want to know how I deal with you. Because we're going to be interviewed. We are? We are. We are. It's been so long I forget what this is for, but I'm sure you'll let me know. It's for a documentary about pinball. Documentary. Bruce is going to be in it. This is, this is scary. So uh, we are going to be interviewed the day of Stomp. This is such an important event. Bruce is actually going to get to bed early on Friday. Yes, I'm actually going to leave the bar at like 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock and just go to bed and then get a good night's sleep. And prepare for 12 hours of stomp. So you can be in full Bruce mode. Yes. That's a scary thing. Very scary. I don't think the documentary crew is going to be ready for full-on Bruce. Full frontal Bruce. So it's a pinball documentary. They've been in contact with us for how long? It's been a while. Seven or eight months. Yeah. To the point where I forgot what it actually was about. And we're actually the last ones to be interviewed. Oh, so they're saving the best for last. <laughs> or the first to be edited out. You got it. <laughs> but uh, yes, so that'll be very cool. Me and Ron will be uh, opening up the Silverwall Saloon, getting interviewed there right in the game room. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do actually that night, I'm going to leave the AC on all night. Because it's been, it's been very hot in Rochester and uh, upstate New York, hasn't it? Uh, in the Northeast, it's been hot as hell. It got to 102 degrees in Rochester. Which is very, very, very rare. It's hotter than hell, Bruce. Just like the awesome Kiss song. Rip, rip, rip and destroy. Is that is that a song about a fart? No, it's not. <laughs> but it should be. That's it a great should idea. Be. Rip, rip, rip and destroy. It's called Crop Duster. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's the name of the song. That's the TTI. That's, that's the song I'm going to walk in on if we are getting if we get him. Rip, rip, <laughs> rip and destroy. That so sounds like it would be a Steel Panther song or something. It would be. Crop duster. Yes. Rip and destroy. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's the 12 Hours of Stomp is going to be this weekend. Yes, it will be. The 7th of July. This will be one of the last tournaments you get to play against Steve Bowden on the East Coast, probably, because he's not going to be. He's going to be pretty busy doing other things for deeper. And pretty far away to be going exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. So if you want to play against one of the best players in the world in the Northeast, this is your chance. And there's spots available still. Come on out. Play. Enjoy the hospitality of the Silver Ball Saloon. Play 25, hopefully 26 pinball machines. Maybe if you do stay over somebody's house Friday night, Ron, maybe just bring over 27. The one you're going to go play. Oh, yeah. Friday, I'm leaving work, and I'm going to be driving to Zach's place. 
to play some Gamatron, the ultra-rare Gamatron. So what, what are you saying? You, you want me to... I'd love to see. The problem is that cabinet is pretty iffy, but it's better than my Quicksilver cabinet. Better than your Quicksilver cabinet? Not the Quicksilver cabinet. Sorry, the uh, Dragon Fist cabinet. You, anything's better than the Dragon Fist cabinet. I, I I, they must have had the most worst batch of cabinets ever they made that thing from. I agree. I mean, both of ours just suck. They're terrible. Yes. So cheap. They really cheapened out, too. They got rid of, like, the ball roll tilt is gone. Not that that was ever needed, but you could just see where they were just cutting stuff out of the game. No graphics. It's just terrible. But, uh, yeah, I, well, hopefully you'll hear this when it comes out. So, Bruce wants your Gamatron. Well, actually, it's your Gamatron. <laughs> it's partially mine. But partially, Zach oh, that's right, that's right. And Zach never listens to at least two weeks behind, so you'll have to tell him. Ah. See? Okay, I got gotcha. you. So what? what's 12 hours to stop again, Bruce? For those who haven't heard, you plug it on the previous 20 episodes. 20 episodes, now we're going for 21. It is 12 hours of stomp, which means 12 hours of match play with a one-hour break between five and six. For yawning. Yep. So you'll be uh, playing groups of three or four player match play on one game. When the round is over, you get picked in another group. And you keep on going. At the end of the night, we're done. The, whoever's the top people win and take the money home. So no playoffs or anything? No playoffs. No playoffs? Playoffs? No, no playoffs. I was going to ask you, did you want me to stream this? You can. Because I don't know exactly what I would... The only thing I could think of is when we get near the end follow whoever the group is that's in front because i'm assuming yeah. they're going to be grouped by who has the most points yeah but we can also put like you know put it on one game and see it and then you know keep it in one area and then move it you know and that could that'd be easier yeah but i mean when we get to the last couple rounds i'm figuring you're going to want to follow whoever's in first especially if it's close mm-hmm. points wise so we'll, we'll see we'll see what i what i bring i mean is is the internet decent did you get that that uh, switch thing that you keep calling a hub? Nope, never got it. My uh, IT guy never came out. Wink, oh, wink. Jesus. So, so, but the speed should be at least as good as it was before. Yes. Which was acceptable. Yeah, and, you plug and, it in the back, you're good. And I should be able to. So, is the table going to be in the same area? Am I yes, gonna have it room? will be. Yes, it All will right, be. So, I just need a long Ethernet cable. Yes, sir. All right. Ta-da! Yeah, your IT guy would have told you what to buy, but you like bought other stuff. Yeah, well, fail. I don't. You never. Nobody ever listens to an IT guy. Just they, you just <sighs> hear them complain all the time. Yeah, no one listens to them. They just give them shit. Here, make this work. Well, this isn't what you should have bought. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever. Hopefully, you uh, fellow IT people listening to me on this podcast feel my pain. Get to work, buddy. Come on. Yeah. However, <clears throat> at least it looks like our podcast propagation is just about done. Yay, we hardly had any hits on Podcast Garden at all. Looks like the redirects are good. I'm probably going to leave the Podcast Garden stuff up. For, I mean, I'm going to keep posting there until it runs out, which I think is this month. And then I'm just going to keep it up. The podcast, sorry. The podcast up at Podcast Garden for, I don't know, maybe the rest of the year. But at some point, I kind of want to delete it. Oh, you didn't tell them that this was our last show, uh, 99? This is our last show ever? No, 99 is. 99 is our last show. Yeah, we didn't want to go 100 because it, it's too, too much work. Too much work. It is too much work. We are the hardest working people in podcasting. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So what else? You, you had your repairs? Yep. Which was a bar. was just that. And then like, putting the cabinets together. So now I ordered stuff up today for Cheetah. And we'll start trying to get one working. Yeah, um, Zach was ordering up parts for you know, his Pharaoh that he just got, and he got an email back from Pinball Resource that they're out this week. Mm, Bomber. Great. Yeah. That's one thing about Pinball Resource. They don't really update their – I mean, they don't put anything on their site half the time when they're oh, out, God, no. so you don't know until you send them an email order, and then you get an auto-reply. Yep. And usually it'll say, you know, whatever email you sent us, we're completely ignoring, <laughs> so you have to resend it on this date. Yeah, which is stupid. Uh, I can see that. It makes it easier for them. So they don't have to look at any of that crap. It's just like, there's no catching up. It's a true week off. What I did, not a repair per se, 
But I moved my game station, my little uh, MAME arcade guy. I actually moved him over to the corner, you know, where the fuse box is. Mm-hmm. It was kind of out of the way. Yeah. So now that space is free for the Quicksilver. Nice. So it'll be back-to-back with Metallica. But uh, that's about all I got. I don't know if you have anything more. No, I don't think so. But we did get a prop on, uh, what's it called, the Players Pinball Podcast this week also. The Players Pinball. The player, You mean like the players? Like membership has its privileges? Privileges, like, it does. Telly Savalas came out and, you know, had hey, the players baby, card. Yeah, the hey, best. baby. Yeah. I, I think you meant to say the Pinball Players Podcast. The Pinball Players Podcast mentioned us this week. They cut a snippet of our show. Really? And they put it on their podcast where you were making fun of uh, them about uh, the top fives. I wasn't making fun of them. She did. I didn't make fun of them. That's not what it... Uh, you know, as Gene Simmons, um, do they get permission to use that clip? Uh, no. Um, I'm afraid our attorneys will be in contact. Yes, exactly. The... Uh, our uh, lawyers who have successfully can, you know, defended us against the head-to-head guys, you know, that went really well. Yes, that did. They didn't really defend us, Bruce. They sued on our behalf. And how did we win on that one? We won. What did we win? We didn't win shit. Got it. But in case, uh, Jeff, we're not serious. I know that you just. Yes. We're, we're we're only kidding. We're only kidding. Feel free to use as much of our show as you want. Of course. But it, they made it the top five pinball players that he knows. Mm-hmm. And where was I? You were number 99. But I thought you said it was top five. Where were you? 100. 100. So I'm better than you again. I knew it. Give him a listen if you want to know who it is. We're not going to let you know. You have to listen. You have to listen. Although I don't know why we should plug him because he's already in the TTI and we're not. And it's kind of going against our policy. Well, I was because we got called. We didn't get called out, but we were mentioned. So we I was were saying mentioned. a nice thing. Yeah. yeah, we were not called out, Bruce. That's a bad thing. They called you out. How, they didn't call me out. God, you, how do you listen to these things? I listen to them very easily at 1.5 or two, or two times. Two times speed. Yes. To get through them. Yes. Okay. You don't? Uh, no. Well, yeah, that's your problem. But uh, according to the Pinball Princess, if you're listening to Pinball Podcasts, if you want to listen to every one of them, to keep current, you need to listen an average of two hours a day. Yikes. 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 That's, that's too many podcasts. Soinks! Soinks! So I think that's about it. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Very good. We are the Pinball Players Podcast. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we are the Pinball Profile. Well, no, Hi, no. I'm Bruce Nightingale from the Pinball Profile. Be sure to listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. I'm Bruce Nightingale. I'm Ron Hallett. So this has been episode 98, The Avengers. Thank you, everyone. And again, special shout-out to Steve Bowden. Congratulations. Congratulations, Steve. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. You will be rooted, Steve, or you have already been rooted, and I'm sure you will keep rooting. Like a Roto-Rooter. Roto-Rooter, and that's the name. Your balls will go down the drain. Yes. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention... Pinball star, Joe Newhart. Go to them for all your spooky Jersey Jack pinball, home pin, and American pinball needs. Also, we have Flipper Fidelity. That's Mike Pupo. Improve the sound systems to your pinball machines. And he is also a Stern distributor. Hopefully, we'll see some of you at the 12 Hours of Stomp this Saturday. That'd be very nice if we do. When do the doors open, Bruce? 10 a.m. We start promptly at 11. And where is the Silver Ball Saloon located? 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York. Oh, and I have to say thank you to the Buffalo Pinball guys. They shouted us out also on the podcast for Stomp. Thank you. And don't forget, the other Stomp is coming out in August 25th, so reserve that date. August 25th, folks. I try to make sure nothing Northeast was scheduled. There's actually something that was usually scheduled then, but doesn't look like it. It's like looks like it's earlier. I know it's. I think it's the weekend after Buffalo, so hopefully people aren't too burned out. But I mean, that's kind of in Western New York, so hopefully there's not too much. We're not screwing too many things up. Yep. But that's going to be match play, just like it was last time. Max maximum 36. Yep. With playoffs, I believe. Playoffs. Playoffs. 
But we'll get more into that as we get closer. So thanks, everyone. We will see you next week. Don't forget to like us on iTunes and all this other stuff. Yes. You can correspond with us at our email address, slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, slamtiltpodcast.com. It has all our links on the upper right-hand corner of the page. Cool links like our Twitch, our Instagram, our Twitter. Hopefully, we will be streaming maybe soon. Maybe when Bruce is over for my little thing in another week. Maybe. Could be. If we are, we'll announce it at some point. But it should be cool. We'll have to figure out what we're going to actually stream. And we might have more people there. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We might have sleepover people. Yeah, might have sleepover people. Oh. Oh, God. All right. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Yacht Rock. Ah. Uh.